Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children all ages, it is once again that time of the week for the Reaching Out Show with Cameron and R.A. I am R.A. I am the curator of content, whatever you may call me, but I am here with Camo himself, and before I turn it over to him, I just want to wish him a happy 20th episode. You may not think that's a big thing, but to be alongside him and seeing the encouragement, everybody that's came, whether it's been through art or his vocal words or the DMs that they send, it's truly an inspiration to see him keep pushing. And I know I'm probably speaking for him, but it's a drive and motivation to do more. And I just want to say I couldn't be prouder. Happy 20th episode. And so there, here is the man, the myth, the legend himself, who's going to describe what we're talking about tonight, Camo. Hello, this is Camo, and thank you for the uh, congratulations. This is the 20th episode, and we are wanting to talk about what we have learned, what we've learned so far uh, through this whole five-month journey. Uh, we started this whole thing back in December. You made sure to start it right before the new year, too. I remember that. Yes. I did start it before the new year and uh, wanting, to, <laughs> wanting to meet up at the park in December probably wasn't one of my best choices. Because uh, it, it was, I, I picked it the first weekend. I set up my table and chairs out there. It was 60 degrees and windy. So it was it was a little chilly out there. But I was I was, I had enough of just sitting around not doing anything, so I started this thing and kept it going. Even when I met just sitting at Panera for a few hours by myself a few times. And it didn't stop me. I just kept going. Alright, so since this is a review of sorts, I have to start with the downer questions. Okay. What was a big lesson that you've learned that you will not do again? Not to <laughs> not to expect people to come out every time. You know, I mean, I, I understand people are busy. And over time, my, my posts have gotten uh, less and less reactions. So it's like people are automatically expecting me to post like good morning friends and family hope you all are doing well today uh we got a new podcast up on wednesday saturdays and sundays good morning friends and family hope you all are doing well today we're set up at the park from one until five stuff like that i think people will just they don't react because they automatically know i'm going to be out there because i because that's what i said uh i, I would be out there and i'm not going to stop but I'm, I'm going to stop getting my hopes up and being disappointed when people don't show up. I'll just think of it as an opportunity to uh, think about what I would say if someone were to show up or think about a new topic for the next podcast and stuff like that. So, I mean, it, it was it was a little sad just sitting there by myself looking like the creepy guy in the corner over at Panera a few times. Or just sitting by myself in my little circle of chairs at the park. But 
hey, it's okay. I had people drive by and they would wave at me and they would see my sign and everything. So yeah. I don't get down about it anymore. It's just if they don't show up, they don't show up. And if they do, awesome. I got someone to talk to. Yeah, I think that's a big thing about um New Year's resolutions and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is almost the same thing. Like you said you were going to set out to it. But how many times have you said that before? And now you're actually carrying it through. Oh, boy. I've said that a lot for a lot of things. I mean, I'll start stories. I mean, I had a zombie comic that I wanted to work on. And I had these really high hopes for it, too, because I would just sit and write, sit and write for hours. And once I finally printed it out, it was about 36 pages written for this thing until... I don't know. I just ran out of ideas and wrote myself into a corner and I didn't feel like going back and fixing all the all the things that didn't make sense and stuff like that. So I ended up giving up on that. And then I, I guess I mean it was all story and not very many pictures either. So I mean sometimes for me it's easier to to write it out than draw it. You know, because I can convey what I'm thinking through words, but I can't always convey what I'm thinking into a picture because my hands won't cooperate sometimes. Well, I mean, that kind of like goes right into the second part that you just brought up, because a lot of times a comic book is done by multiple people. Oh, yeah. Like you have story writers and you have artists and you have inkers and then you have color people, continuity. So this is almost a chance to perfectly segue into, do you want to name off some people that has helped you to keep you going? And no, this is not a shameless plug for me. No, man. I mean, you have been behind me this whole time. I mean, before I wanted to do this thing, we hadn't talked in a while, mm. and I, I just really appreciate like how on board you are with it. And is you, and then my wife, she thought it was a great idea too, and she's been behind me. She's been out every weekend uh, helping me set up. Uh, my buddy Armando, who who's been messaging me after each podcast, and uh different posts and everything giving me feedback and um i don't know my my mom and my dad they're they're, they've always been supportive no matter what i'm trying to do yeah yeah but no man I, i couldn't have done this without you and your help and everything i'm just glad that we met at a job that unfortunately didn't work out but we remained friends this whole time it's uh, it's definitely a blessing. Well, and you also got your kids, and not to mention anybody and everybody that has came out to an event. Oh, absolutely. Everybody that's actually shown up and sat down and took time out of their day to just, you know, just sit down and talk with me. I mean, we didn't necessarily touch on our problems every single time, but just a chance to sit there and talk about life and what we've been up to and what's going on and stuff like that. 
no political talk, no, like, not getting religious or anything like that. Just friends sitting down with each other and catching up. And I think that's a big thing that stuck out to me. I mean, like, I'm I'm more so Christian, not on this podcast. And I want to do something with you that really we could talk about that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I had to sit back and realize your vision is so much greater than that. It's an outlet to reach people. It's an outlet to maybe have a getaway. Maybe life isn't so good. You know, maybe you're on the down and out and you just being there legitimately to just allow people to be themselves. Right. It doesn't have to be any conversation or necessarily a catch up. Just right. come hang out and play games. Exactly. No, man. I, I mean, yeah, I'm Christian too. But I, I have a like a lot of my friends aren't religious or they have different beliefs and stuff like that. And I'm not gonna exclude them just because I think differently. Yeah. You know? I mean that like I said before, this is for anyone and everyone who's free or interested to come out and we'll talk and we'll I got it. man, my chairs are for everybody. Nobody over four hundred pounds though. <laughs> no <laughs> I'm sorry. No. Uh no, I have a seat for anybody who whoever even if it's a stranger walking by. I've had that a few times. People will be walking by wondering what's going on and I'd let them know. I'm like, Hey, you're free to join us. I have seats, I have snacks, I have drinks. You're welcome to join us if you want. No strangers have stopped by and sat down with me, but just the fact that I have, I'm giving them the opportunity to. I was going to say, I'd have to say not yet, because you did have that one boy. That Has he been back yet? No. <laughs> no. That, that, that poor kid. Uh, he's, the boys like him. Well, Jackson likes him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he, he's, whoa, what's a good word? Annoying. <laughs> annoying. Uh... But even annoying people need an outlet. I mean, right. He, I mean, he would basically tell his grandpa to shut up. But still, yeah. in the end, what if he grows up and it, it's because of those few times that he remembers, he's like, wait a minute, I need to change my attitude. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's it's the people we look up to that we we remind ourselves of. I mean, last week episode we talked about like the nostalgic factor. Yeah. How many people are now going to be affected by meeting you at Panera or at the park or wherever, whatever, that they're going to remember that for the rest of their life? I hope every single one of them remember that. Because, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> not in a creepy way. Uh, no, I mean... No, man, I hope that whoever comes out and visits with me and talks and uh, just spends time remembers that I have put that time in for them also, that I was out there available, willing to listen to whatever they're going through. And I hope that it will inspire people one of these days to try to do the same thing. Yeah. And if if more and more people reach out 
it'll just make the world that just that much better, I think. All right, so moving right along. Mm -hmm. Five bucks of, st of spending two days a week at a restaurant or in a field and having people look at you because you're the weird guy with the tent and chairs and soda and beverages or snacks and all that. Yeah. Is there any point that you would change something and do it differently? I don't think so. I mean, I, I like what I'm doing now. I mean, it, it looks like I'm ready for a tailgate party, but I'm there by myself. <laughs> hey, there you go. That's an idea. Add music next. <laughs> I have music. Well, I mean, like, well, it's not speakers. everybody's cup of tea either. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because I'll be playing like I Prevail or Gemini Syndrome or I don't know, Falling in Reverse. Not necessarily the most inviting music ever, but I well, there was one week that nobody showed up, but I was just playing Alan Jackson the whole time. <laughs> Hotter than a hoochie coochie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, Joanna still can't believe that I I listened to that and I know the words to the songs and everything. But no, I don't think I'd change it. It's just, I wouldn't change it, but I would say I still have room, a lot of room to grow. Yeah. Grow it, change it if I need to. Not, I'm not changing my purpose. I'm not changing my overall goal, but I don't know. I might change it up, like maybe meeting at a different park. Or maybe at a different restaurant, maybe somewhere in the middle, like like in Midtown or something like that, somewhere where it's not just like on one side where I'm just in Broken Arrow. I mean, I have friends and uh, co-workers that I've invited that live all the way out in Coweta or close to Claremore or Glenpool or whatever, or close to downtown. So I might go somewhere else a little more centralized. I think for the summer, you ought to do like benefit t-shirts and that way it helps you fund it a little bit and then like actually do a, do a tour of every park in Tulsa and like maybe Sand Springs, Broken Arrow, Berry Hill and like pick a park every day and do a different park. Oh, that'd be cool. I'd like that. One thing I want to do though, I want to make a sign with something sincere or inspirational written on it just stand out by the road pick a busy intersection and just stand out by the road and let people know i don't know hope you're having a great day today i hope uh i don't know stuff like that i hope you have a great day that's the only thing i can think of <laughs> do you remember the sign guy that used to do that a couple of years back he would stand on, like, in Broken Arrow, and he would, like, have great messages. Like, it, it wasn't as cheesy as, like, something as simple as, like, smile, Jesus loves you. Yeah. But it would be a little bit more heartfelt. But mm -hmm. he would stand. I I talked to him a couple times. He worked at Papa John's. Oh. And sometimes he would come do it after church. Mm -hmm. And, like, Life Church actually told him, you know, we'd prefer you not to wear our shirt when you did it. Yeah, it was it was weird. Why? Because it could have it could have angered somebody and 
because oh, it wasn't come back on the church. It wasn't sanctioned by them. It was him doing it out of the kindness of his heart. So I mean, you do. I think that's what's cool about you not being five hundred one c three or connected with the organization. Mm-hmm. You know, if you start doing it, that's a different story. Yeah. But you're just doing this period out of the kindness. I mean, it's not driven by some mock or mammoth corporation. No. With an agenda. No, I mean, th- this idea for the sign just stemmed from that time I got that U-Haul stuck in the ditch and I was apologizing. I wrote a sign saying, I'm sorry, apologizing to the people I held up in traffic. I want to do the same thing because, I, I mean, I saw everybody angry. They're waving their arms and they're yelling and everything, getting all upset. And once I brought the I'm sorry sign out, people were waving, giving me the thumbs up and everything. Uh, I think that alleviated some of the the anger a bit. Yeah. So, well, you humbled yourself. And, uh yeah, I, I think I'd like to do that. I mean, kind of like my reaching out sign, I want like a black sign with white font, white yeah. lettering on it. So it's easier to read when people drive up. So uh, I want to do something like that and maybe do that during the week. Yeah. And then just be careful of 71st because you have all the homeless people on every corner. Well, I was thinking more like 81st and Elm. Okay. Close, close, close to home. That way I can just walk on home after, after I'm done. I mean, in Tulsa, you got all the homeless on 71st and all the hookers on 11th and yeah. Well, you know, I hope they have a good day too. Well, I know, but I mean, they just have the—they <laughs> have their spots on the corner. Yeah, I got you. Don't need Mister Positive over here <laughs> taking well, up my spot. <laughs> it's better than the street preachers that have now—I've oh. seen them on a couple places. The busiest street in Tulsa, right by the mall, they're screaming over eight lanes of traffic. Hmm. What good does that do? You know, you're not... Are those the guys that post up over at Quick Trip? I've seen them there, too. Okay, yeah, I've seen some guys post up outside of Quick Trip, and they're... Oh, the one on 111th, or the one up down south on um, Elm. They could be at multiple ones. Yeah. I've seen them, Bixby, the one on Elm, I mean, all over, but... I've seen them over at 71st and 129th also. Yeah, just over eight lanes of traffic. I'm like, really? (laughs) I don't know. No, I just, I mean, I feel good when someone says, hey, have a good day. You know, not, I I understand not everybody gets that. Yeah. No, not everybody gets a, hey, how you doing? Or. I didn't for two years. I mean, people just go all day without people telling them, hey, I hope you have a great day. Hey, good to see you. Or maybe even people talking to them. Right. Because they try to do life alone. Mm-hmm. I mean, could you imagine how hard this would be if you went every week to Panera and nobody showed up? You went every week to the park and nobody showed up? I mean, that's the equivalent of doing trying to do life alone. Like, yeah. you, you think you're putting yourself out there, but if you don't advertise or you don't say something to somebody, you're really just doing it alone yeah 
That's not good either, man. You try to do all that by yourself without promoting yourself, and you're just hoping for it to work out. Yeah. Just someone happens to come by, and hopefully that's your big break. And then they'll start spreading the word and everything. That's just not how it works all the time, you know. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's... Oh, I am a firm believer. To start a revolution, you have the guy who is a nutcase that has the idea... And then it's really the job of the first and second follower to spread that message. You're talking about that weird guy dancing at the concert? Yep. (laughs) I love that video. I mean, every revolution has started with a nutcase. Yeah. And it was a first and second follower to, I mean, people in your life, like especially Armando, Mm -hmm. who's been there for you for years. Josh, who's been there. Yep. Those are some of your biggest supporters on, on Facebook and just sharing. Mm-hmm. Like, you've put a couple posts out there, like, hey, financially, I need a little bit of help. Like, today, mm-hmm. you shared one that had eight different shares. I mean, that's a huge thing, and just people showing you how much they care about you as a person. Golly, man. Whenever I did that first post, asking if anybody would like a, like to commission a piece, people were messaging, people were sharing. There's this girl at work. She has been sharing a lot of my posts lately just because of how much she believes in what we're trying to do. Yeah. And uh and one of my friends, she she uh she sent me forty dollars just because she appreciated what we're doing. And she said that was her way of paying it forward. And it's <laughs> it's very touching, man. I mean, it's very cool to see how this is affecting people in a positive way, you know, how, how people are getting behind it and they're, they're just, just the support with what I'm doing. I mean, I've had support for my art for years, but just the response from this whole reaching out thing, it's crazy, man. So with that, I mean, you talk a lot about people sharing and being there for you. Mm -hmm. For those who aren't, you always have those weird people like me, who are like, okay, but what do you need? So I have to ask that. You know, even if it's a weird answer, you feel weird, what do you need? I mean, how can people support you? And I'm not talking financially. Right. Maybe it's a a word of encouragement mm-hmm. or just sending back a – remember when Facebook you could send pokes? Yeah. I mean, even something <laughs> as weird as that, what does Camo need? To keep going. Oh man, just if you see a post you like, just share it. That way, more and more people will see it. Because I'm not sure, compl- <laughs> without seeing the likes or the comments or anything, I'm not sure how many people are seeing my post. That's why I post on my personal profile and the uh, the reaching out page, and I try to add to my stories too, just to get that that single post as uh, out as far as I can. But if you like what you see, if you like what you're reading, please just repost or share or something like that. Or if, if you see something that you can relate to that I'm talking about, like, like the topic of the day, not, not the topic of the day, topic of the week, or the, uh, the new thing I got going on is the, uh, the tune therapy Tuesday. Uh, talking about what what are you listening to 
uh, that, that's getting you through the week. Let's uh, let's talk about music for a while and just let's uh, let's start a conversation. If you want to start a conversation in the comments, that's cool. If you want to start a conversation in the messages, that's awesome too. Let's let's exchange uh, musics, uh, musics, uh, our playlist. Yeah, Uh, because maybe you're listening to stuff I had never heard of before, or vice versa. You know. I'm always up for listening to new stuff. I mean, I wouldn't have even heard of William Elliot Whitmore if it weren't for my friend's wife. Yeah. I really dig that guy now. It, it, there's Well, there's like two or three songs of his that I listen to. But I listen the crap out of them, though. And between your, your Gregorian chants and stuff like that? Yeah, the, the Russian Orthodox Church, man... If I'm like really, really stressed, I will turn that on and I will be feeling soothed and feel much better afterwards. <laughs> hey, everybody has their kink and yours just has, happens to be old white guys singing chants. But it's so peaceful though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe that's the thing. and That's what I like about this show. It used to annoy me when I would ask you a question. And the way, knowing you for so long, your brain, like when you first started answering the question, what do you need? You started saying, well, to help me with reaching out. And you kind of avoided the question. But really, you really just want to help other people and reach out. And like what at the back end of the, the answer, you were like, finally, start a conversation. Yeah. And I mean, that's really all you want. I mean, it's not a monetary thing. It's not a, I need people to be here every week. Like, you've got that part down. You really just want to start conversation. I'm a talker, man. At work, (laughs) especially at work, I'm by myself a lot, and that bugs the heck out of me. So what do I do? I put on a podcast where people are talking to each other <laughs> to make me feel better. Uh, That's what I listen to today. The Office Girls. Oh, all yeah. day today. I was listening to uh, Is We Dumb and Scared to Death. Those That Scared to Death, Is We Dumb, and Time Suck are my three go-tos week after week. Is that what you're listening to today? Yeah, I was listening to Is We Dumb and Scared to Death today. I love that name, Is We Dumb. Yeah. It's just... But, I mean, that does bring up... Because you're a huge music fanatic. hmm And I think that's something you could bring to your website and Spotify. Mm-hmm. I think that's really underrated. I mean, the podcast is on Spotify. Yes. If you look for Reaching Out with Cameron. Why not start doing... Like, you could have Camo's playlist, listeners suggested playlist and ah. then a third one and then that way it allows other people to really know that you're listening and also listen to what other people suggest oh that's cool i like that i mean why not incorporate more music i mean like you said you honestly just want conversations and people to talk i mean spread the word could mean a whole plethora of different things mm-hmm. And really spreading the word about joining a conversation is the main thing. Yeah. But music also plays a big part in it. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, like today, we got a new uh, 
Well, up in the front part of the dealership, they got a new lot porter. And <laughs> I first met this guy, and I, boo on me for asking him how old he was, because he's 20. And I thought, ah, crap. We're not going to have anything in common with our music taste and stuff like that. And that was me jumping the gun early. Yeah. No, he likes all the same stuff I do. Because his he just listens to what his parents uh, listened to growing up. Okay. Um, but he always listened to like 103.3 The Eagle and KMOD and The Edge and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, but no, we, we had a good like 30-minute conversation today just about music and uh, different YouTubers, uh, music podcasts and stuff like that. And it turns out he was into, like, uh, sound engineering and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, in school. So, that's he, he was talking about wanting to do maybe, like, a podcast one of these days and stuff like that. But he was showing me different guitarists and stuff like that on YouTube. And I was uh, telling him my recommendations as well. So, good conversation there. He He's... He gets caught up real quick at work. Yeah. And um, so he's constantly looking for something to do. And when he gets a chance, he always stops by my area and we get to talking a little bit. I like that. I like our little conversations that we have. It's mostly about music or movies or something. Yeah. Which I can talk all day about. (laughs) Music, movies, comics. Old cartoons, stuff like that. Uh, while working in a dealership, I couldn't tell you one thing about cars. I can't either. No. People, th- these customers will come in and they'll pull up on the service drive and start telling me all their problems with their car and everything. I'm like, I'm a nice guy. I don't want to interrupt them. So I let them, <laughs> I let them go on. And I'm like, I'm sorry. You know, you're going to have to talk to those folks in there. I just park and retrieve. That's all I do. They're like, oh, okay. I just didn't want to interrupt you. <laughs> and uh, this one time, this lady pulled up. I'm like, hi, good morning. And she just goes off on what's going on with her car. I'm like, I'm sorry, you're going to have to go in there and tell them. I just wanted to say hi real quick. <laughs> she hmm. goes, do you work here? I'm like, yeah, I, I park and retrieve the vehicles. I'm just grading you. That's yeah. that's what I do. She goes, oh, okay. So. I don't think people are used to that anymore. Greeting? Like, yeah, just a simple greeting. Like, have you noticed going into Walmart now, nobody asks you, really, can I help you find something? Like, all the stalkers, all they do is stock. All the, well, now you have a whole bunch of people shopping for other people. Mm-hmm. And they totally ignore you. I had one girl that I literally looked at and was like, you're the first person since being here today that has even talk to me she's like really this is only my second day (laughs) so she did it because she was a nice person but it shows you like it showed me how much the job beats you down because i mean as a shopper you literally have to push people out of the way to get to your job yeah and they have to be fast at it so i don't know it's just it's funny, and then when you have somebody like you that's legitimately just wanting to have a conversation and take the time, it throws people off. Yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, like like tonight, uh, I, I was in the drive-thru over at McDonald's. And uh, you know what? Any cashier, really, over at Walmart, neighborhood market, McDonald's, Quick Trip, anything like that, I always ask them how their day is going. Yeah. I'm like, you doing all right today? They're like, yeah, I'm almost done. I'm like, okay, cool. What time you get off? And they'll tell me, and I'm like, well, I hope your day goes good. Stuff like that. You know, you know these people don't get that. Yeah. Because, well, first of all, Quick Trip, they're super fast at what they do. They, they count out the change real quick. They're just trying to get you to go and get on to the next person so the line doesn't build up behind you. But every once in a while, I, just because of Quick Trip, you get the real funny ones. Like, they'll stop and have a conversation with you. Mm-hmm. You can tell who's, like, got their nose to the grindstone and those who are actually have good customer service. Yeah. I mean, there's people that have, uh, like, whenever I worked over at the hotel full-time, I would get off at midnight. I would always stop by Quick Trip on my way home. And it got to the point where I would just, they would see me like every yeah. night. And then we'd just have conversations for like 30 minutes or so. And uh, then they'd move to like a different store or something. I'm like, hey, where'd so-and-so go? And there was this guy who worked at the one on 81st in Garnett. 81st in Garnett in Broken Arrow. And I would talk to him like three days a week over there. And yeah. uh and had these long conversations and everything. And then he said it was going to be his last night. And then he was moving to a different store. So flash forward like two years, I see him up here on 61st in Aspen. He goes, I remember you? You used to come in overnight uh, yeah. from the hotel. I'm like, yeah. I thought that was cool that he, he still recognized me. Even with a mask on, he knew who I was. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just be nice to people, man. And I, I think, think that's a metaphor for life. He even recognized me with my mask on. Yeah. Because we all wear a mask to some extent. Mm-hmm. Just now, during the pandemic, we actually have to wear a mask. Yeah. That was just me being philosophical for like a minute. Yeah. <laughs> But no, man, I mean, I think it makes a difference if you just stop for a second. And I mean, you see these people are busy. They're working their butts off and everything. And people are just there like, you need a bag? No. All right. See you later. Stuff like that. I'm just taking just five to ten seconds. Ask them how their day's going. You yeah. know? Just I to, experienced that a little bit as a um stalker at warehouse market mm-hmm. but the best times was when i did blend in because i mean we all had blue shirts it's not like we had a uniform but when they would pick up the phone and they would give real intimate details about their life and there'd be like two or three of us stalking and because we were workers it was like they would just open up they didn't realize we were there we just blended in with the products mm-hmm. and they said the weirdest things <laughs> So, I mean, it definitely has its advantages. You get to hear a lot of cool conversations that you probably shouldn't hear. Yeah. But to treat somebody decent, you want to ask them, hey, how's your day going? How are you doing? Right. Reminds me of this thing I saw on Facebook. This person was on their way. I want to say it was the Golden Gate Bridge to commit suicide. 
and yeah. they had a note on them, and it said, "I, I, I'm, I'm just paraphrasing. I think it said that if anybody smiled at me on my way to the bridge, I wouldn't go through with it." And they ended up killing themselves. Nobody looked up or smiled at them or said anything to them. I mean, I, I'm not saying it's that dire every day just to say, hey, how you doing? But it could make a difference in someone's life knowing that someone actually cares to take five seconds out of their life just to see how they're doing. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, just... I kind of regret that I brought up that... Because if you don't live in Tulsa, you don't know about the homeless. I mean, there's there's some people that are not homeless and they take advantage of it. Yeah. But you know when you go somewhere, you're going to see. The real homeless people... I mean, there's a whole tent city community in Sand Springs. Oh, yeah. They man. live 30, 50, 70 deep right by the river. Yeah. Um, the the bridge dwellers. So, I mean, I feel kind of cheesy saying, well, I regret almost saying it jokingly, but at the same time, what about them? How many times do we see somebody on 71st and Garnett, Mingo, Memorial, they have a sign and we give them money? And then go on our way. I mean, half these people are amazing. But they had a bad turnout. They had a mental breakdown. Yeah. They can't afford their meds. Or they lost their job and nobody would reach out to them. Right. So, I mean, literally, I'm not saying you're like the savior of the entire world. No. But you're at least doing your part to reach out to people when they're down on their luck, when they're struggling. Even though you're going through things, you're still saying, let's have a conversation. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, too, man. I mean, you would get the (sighs) working in hotels. It's it's sad sometimes to see some of the some of the homeless people would come in like when it's hot outside. They want to come in and cool off. Yeah. They want some water or something. And. When it's cold, they just want to come in and warm up just for a little bit. And sometimes they sit there and they get comfortable and they fall asleep in the lobby. I mean, I've, I've, I mean, it's not everybody I work with, but I have seen some people yell at these people and just tell them to get out. Like, like you're bothering everybody. You're, you're just burdening everybody by being here. That's no way to treat them, man. I mean, yeah, I mean, you don't want them. They're not really causing a problem, from my standpoint. They're not yeah. causing a problem. They're not going around bothering guests, asking for money or something. They just want rest for a little bit. They want to get out of the elements for a little while and then be back on their way. But now, granted, you do have the troublemakers. You do. Like, and, we were at 71st and Garnett literally this past week mm-hmm. on Monday. Yeah. And we we were there for about 30 minutes. We seen three homeless people walk in, go straight to the bathroom, and were in there for a prolonged time. One guy literally came out of the bathroom, looked at the manager, reached into the freezer section, grabbed food, and just walked straight out. And she was on the phone right behind him calling the cops, you know a thief but i mean honestly those people are few and far between i mean they're just wanting somebody to help 
Oh no, man. I mean, there was this guy over at the the hotel I work at and he was sleeping up on the second floor in this little booth area. And uh, he went up and said, hey, I mean, he had told him before that he can't be sleeping up there. Uh, and he was being he wasn't being rude about it. He's just like, hey, I don't want you to get in trouble or anything. It's just you, you can't be sleeping up here, yeah. you know, or else we're going to have to call security. And as he's walking with the guy, he's going back downstairs. The guy grabs him by the tie and starts dragging him down the stairs. And he beat the crap out of my friend. Oh, dang. Yeah. Uh, I want to say he broke part of his, I want to say his eye socket and he broke his nose. He just kicked the crap out of him. And that's scary, man. I mean, I'm not saying every homeless person's like that, and they're really not. I mean, I've met some that are really nice. They're just, they just got dealt a bad hand. And well, I mean, not even picking on the homeless. I mean, we jokingly talk about the Karens, hmm. but even the stereotypical old white lady that has the, I want to talk to your manager haircut that we make fun of. Yeah. What if they're just having a bad day? And then all of a sudden they go viral and then they lose their job over something. Right. Or the people taking the Uber. I mean, it's just everybody. And I think by simply having conversations, you kind of ease that. Yeah. And so it's not for everybody. Not everybody's built to sit out at the park for hours, especially when it gets hot or cold or whatever. Yeah. And so that's a benefit of having somebody like you who is willing unfortunately based on bad circumstances to still put forth the effort yeah it's it's <laughs> i'm not saying it's like really hard but it's not the easiest thing to sit out by yourself every week oh and it has to be mentally draining too i mean that's why i brought up the question you know would you change anything because obviously you may or may not be withholding something but i mean maybe people do wonder but if you address it, you know, it opens that. That's another way of opening communication. Yeah. But, I mean, like I said, I wouldn't change it. It's just if we got more shares, more people would know about it. Yeah. And that might open up the door for people who may not have known to actually come out and, uh, and spend time. But I don't know, man. I like what I'm doing. I mean, my, my wife and my kids, that, that brings us together, too. Yeah. Because they help me set up, and Joanna's usually out there sitting with me that whole time, like, at the park. Not up in there. I'm usually by myself over there. But at the park, most of the time, I at least have her with me. Yeah. And she's out there sitting and helping me set up, and the boys help me set up. I mean, they do get bored, though, being at the park for, like, four hours. But, no, just the fact that my family's there with me helps a lot. And it helps me continue on, just just knowing that they're behind me 100%. What do you think you would do if you just had your first complete stranger that you had no clue who they were? Oh, God, I'd be so excited. <laughs> I don't know who you are, but I'm glad you're here. <laughs> I mean, do you feel like that would be a final validation or do you even need that? I mean, of course it would be exciting, but 
It's just another achievement that needs to be unlocked. First stranger visit. Well, that sounds weird. I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> no. If <sighs> that would be cool though, man. Someone sees my sign, they see my setup and everything, and they're curious enough to walk over and see what's going on. Most of the strangers that come up, they're like, "Hey, is is softball setting up over here?" No, no, this is this is something different. This is actually reaching out, and I try to explain what I'm doing. They're like, "Oh, okay, never mind. They're down there," and they just <laughs> they keep walking. Mm. And I'm like, "Oh, I have free stuff. That's <laughs> snacks. I have cookies and chips and water. I have free candy, right?" <laughs> But no, man, uh, no, that would be awesome, though. Just so someone walking through, uh, just stop by just to see what we're doing. And they actually sat down with me. That would, I would be so excited about that. Yeah, that'd be a big moment. Hmm. So do you have any other goals? I mean, obviously only 20 episodes in, but I mean, that's five months. So basically, do you have any other goals you want to achieve or hit or? Are planning to do in the next six months i'm wanting to get some merch out i mean we have some designs right now but i would like to get some merch out and start uh selling shirts and stickers and stuff like that and putting that money away to build towards like like some cool event that we can put on like like i said before that church out in downtown tulsa you run out their uh, their um, facility. Their facility. You can run out the whole gym, and you have a food court. You have the kitchen to yourself. There's a game room with ping pong and pool and Xboxes and stuff like that. They have roller skates that you can use in the gym. They have dodgeball and stuff like that. You can run out that whole first floor for 115 bucks for an hour and a half. 145 for two hours and that would be awesome to run out of space and just invite people create an event and invite people out and just do life together yeah you know i would say a lock-in but you know i think lock-in days are definitely behind me yeah i like my bedtime about 10 30 11 o'clock yeah but no just relieve the stresses of the week through dodgeball (laughs) <laughs> that's the first thing that always pops into my mind just a dodgeball tournament oh yeah that'd be cool man and eventually i would like to do something to give back to the community not just i mean my reaching out thing on the weekends i love that i love the podcast i want to give back eventually like um we can do like a a drive and get like blankets and backpacks and stuff like that and send them out to the shelters and whatnot, or actually just have families come up, or just like a toy thing, yeah, and have people bring toys in, and we'll have families come up who actually need toys for their kids or whatever for the holidays, come up and get them if they need them. Yeah, because I don't ever remember seeing the remember the Christmas tree drives. I can't remember who put it on, but there would be like um. You would just have a card on a tree in like Walmart or schools or whatever. Is that the angel tree? I believe so. Yeah. And you'd go pick a car and then you'd buy toys for the entire family or mom and dad or 
yeah. whatever it may be, mm-hmm. and you're able to bless somebody. Yeah. I never see that anymore. Mm. I mean, my inspiration for that was the whole serpent stomp thing. Yeah. With, uh, what was his name? Sorry, Jamie. Yeah. Yeah. He did this whole deal, and what was the mission? A toy? It was a toy. And they ended up doing like 30 or 40 different counties throughout Oklahoma for abused kids. Yeah. Man, that is super inspirational. That was an awesome thing that he was doing. And I want to do something like that, too. And I want to get my kids involved. So we try to let them know that there are kids out there that are that don't get everything that they want all the time. We try to give our kids cool stuff and we try to take them on trips and uh stuff like that i mean we're not (laughs) we don't have like a ton of money or anything like that but it's just i I want them to be able to enjoy themselves yeah but not every kid gets like a full christmas as much as they do and i want them to be able to experience giving back and uh making someone else's christmas a little more blessed you know or just giving somebody a Christmas. Right, exactly. I want them to be able to experience that also. So I want them to be involved with it. And uh, I think Joanna would like to get involved as well. One idea I've had is like actually getting a bunch of people together. And they deal with churches, and but it's few and far between. They don't really announce it. Mm-hmm. But a lot of churches have adopted either teachers or schools. And they get supplies. I mean, that'd be really cool to have, like, a reaching out school, back-to-school thing. I like that, Where too. everybody drops off. I mean, you have kids that don't... Like, luckily, Broken Arrow is doing four or five sites where you can actually come get a sack lunch, and they give you breakfast for the next day. Yeah. And now that the government is still in the pandemic, they're giving everybody the chance to... Like, you don't have to be on free or, re- or reduced lunches. Like, anybody in the school system can go drop off. But what if that doesn't continue? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's always things that people need support with. Yeah. And the, I think the coolest thing is the irony that people need help, but it has to start with a conversation. You have to be to a point where your pride is let down and you open up. And you have to communicate, I'm not financially stable, I need help. Mm-hmm. I'm not mentally stable, I need help. And I think ultimately that's like a subcontext of the entire show. Oh, yeah. Just start a conversation and let's see where it goes. I mean, I I was debating that first time I posted about uh, being in a financial bind. I didn't want to post that because I don't like asking for money, Yeah, you know? Um, and it, <laughs> I don't like asking my parents for help either, even though they tell me to ask if I need to, and they always do when, if I need it. Yeah. It's just, I, I don't, I want to be able to fix things myself. And instead of asking for money outright, I offer to do paintings because I don't want money for nothing, you know? Yeah. I want to be able to do something for it. So... But no, man, it's, I like your idea with the school drive, though, with the supplies and everything. I really like that. 
because that's a that's always a stressful time of year too, getting all the supplies together and everything. Then you got the schools and everything, just constantly needing supplies, and I feel bad because I <laughs> I don't always get extra. You know, yeah. I get enough for my kids, and that's it. But I want I would like to be able to like do that just have people come out and donate and then I can donate it to their school or whatever. That'd be cool. Yeah, because that's a strain on people mentally, physically. I mean, you, it could lead to people thinking they're not enough because they can't. There's been times since my son's been in school that we can't afford it. Yeah. And now we're in a position to bless other people. Now, if I would have spoke up before, I would have been able to receive the blessing and now pay it forward. Yeah. And I think that's what people don't realize to allow other people to have a blessing. By being a blessing to you mm -hmm. is starting the conversation, giving up 15 minutes to yeah. even say, hey, appreciate what you're doing. You know, it's not a money thing. It's not a you're asking other people to give up their time to work the event or work the part per se. Yeah. But it's just let's let's have a soda and conversate. That's right. it. Right. I mean, you've seen it firsthand too. Yeah. You you brought your family out, and I had my buddy and his wife there. There was one more. Yeah, that, that annoying boy. Yeah, yeah the <laughs> annoying kid. <laughs> but even then, I mean, he still got to play with other kids. I mean, he purposely came back because of what he experienced. Right. Yeah, so. he was there to see my boys, and that's good. Just keep him <laughs> at at the playground, where he's not like stomping through and taking all everybody's snacks. <laughs> but no, man, just I don't know. I, I'm a I'm a I'm a very talkative person if I'm allowed to be. You know, most of the time I'm by myself at work, and I listen to other people talk on the podcast but <laughs> let's i mean i say it in a lot of my posts let's start a conversation i mean you don't have to call me on the phone you can text me you can message me you can comment or whatever or come out and just let's talk you know you know i mean let's talk about old times if if we're friends we've known each other for years let's talk about old times Nostalgia. That's what we were just talking about uh, last week. And, and uh, like, me and my buddy, me and my buddy Josh, we'll talk about these these uh, these videos that we made in junior high and uh, middle school and stuff like that. We tried to make a scary movie. We still talk about that. I sent him a video uh, today of that wakeboarding demo with flirting with disaster playing on it. And, uh, man, that just brought back old memories, too, because I remember we turned that thing up so loud, his dad came upstairs and yelled at us because we were being way too loud. <laughs> but, no, I mean, just good memories, man. That, that'll that that'll take all my stress away like that, you know, just thinking about that stuff and just spending time with people. There's another guy I've started to have lunch with, too, uh, an old friend from school as well dexter and uh he's he's on monday through thursday 
So he's like, hey, anytime you want lunch, let's go. We'll sit, yeah. we'll sit and talk. And uh, we went over to mom's diner and he brought his little boy with him. We just had lunch and sat and talked for a while. So it really just starts man. with good conversation, good people, and making good memories. Exactly. So, I mean, that pretty much sums it up. And this has been the 20th special. It's obviously a monumental moment in time because not only does it say your purpose, but it reflects back on what you've learned, you know, talked about a little bit about what you want to do. So instead of having words of wisdom, what would you say to encourage people if they want to do something similar now that you're 20 weeks in? If you're wanting to do something similar to what I'm doing, all you got to do is not procrastinate like I did. I thought I had all the time in the world to go visit these people, to hang out with them, spend time with them, do our work for them, stuff like that. And opportunity after opportunity after opportunity missed, um, people passing away. That's what it took for me to finally get off my butt and do something. If you have a feeling to do something like what I'm trying to do now, to reach out to other people and try to make a positive difference, don't wait. If you got that gut feeling, listen to it and just do it. You just got to make sure that you have the time to set aside um, to accomplish what you're trying to do. So just be kind to people, talk with them, and try not to jump to conclusions based on how they look. Because I look angry all the time. I'm not angry. It's just how my face sits. So So on that note, I just want to personally say thank you for 20 episodes of leading and just being there for people. I mean, I could reveal messages you got, but that's between you and them. That's for you to stay encouraged. So, I mean, it's just 20. It may be a little thing, you know, one more episode, two more episodes, 20 more episodes. Mm -hmm. Whatever it takes, just stay encouraged, and I appreciate it. And thank you, all the listeners out there that has been reaching out, and now it's your turn to reach back out. You can contact Camo personally through his brand-new website. There are a few things that's going to change in the next few weeks, days, whatever. But it's reachingoutwithcameron.com, and then you can find him already still on Instagram and Facebook at Reaching Out With Cameron. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have any suggestions, comments, the, on Facebook, like, subscribe, on inter- or <laughs> on Instagram, you know, like his post. If you want to buy some art, that is the best place to contact him. Just send him a DM. He posts regularly. Um, you can find everything through the website. Once again, it's reachingoutwithcameron.com. Uh, appreciate you listening. And if you have a chance, just reach out and say a real quick blurb, whatever, how he's impacted your life right now with these first five months, 20 episodes, all the events, and whatever you can think that he does, and just say thank you. So until next week, until next week, this has been R.A. Great. And Camo. And we'll see you later. Great. Great.